This is the Urban Phoenix Podcast with your host, Arian Horvitz. But first, a word from our sponsor. I came across a hilarious uh, Twitter page the other day that has like over 3,000 followers. This is great. It's the National Motorists Association. Uh, the, the tagline in, the, in the, the, the Twitter profile, it's great, says, fighting for the rights of motorists. I think that's absolutely hilarious. I think that's the funniest thing ever. That's like saying, fighting for the rights of the king and queen. <laughs> you know, as, as if motorists are, aren't, aren't the most, you know, uh, you know, as if driving isn't like the biggest privilege we have in this country, right? The, the ability to drive a car. Um, uh, and, and, and to have complete control over, over the space that you inhabit while on the roads. <clears throat> and the fact that you are, uh, basically you, you own, you have ownership, but you have the ability to drive a 2,000, 2,500, 3,000, 4,000 pound vehicle on, uh, you know, on an area that it makes up like 30% of a lot of our cities. <clears throat> and, and, you know, uh, the car has been so prioritized um, and, and roads have become so overgrown and parking lots have been, you know, the cancer that has just ruined the, 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 the powerful density of cities. You know, you, you, you can't have a greater privilege uh, in this country than to drive a car. Uh, you know what I love when, when people talk about the rights, you know, the rights, like they, they talk about it like it's like it's, you know, the Second Amendment. They really do. I, I really think that a lot of Americans uh, associate cars with guns, that this is their right, that somehow this was written into the Constitution, <laughs> right? <clears throat> that somehow this is, this is an American right to be able to drive a car. No, it's an American privilege to be able to drive a car. There's a lot of people who can't afford a car. Um, roads were taken away from people and other forms of transportation and given exclusively to the automobile uh, in support of uh, uh, big oil, uh, big rubber, and large manufact- uh, auto manufacturers. Um, that was that's the truth. That's what it is. That's why uh, jaywalking was something that was uh, enacted. It was a it was an ad campaign basically and a lobbying campaign by the major automakers also backed by big oil. It, you know, uh, streetcars, public transportation was ripped uh, out of our cities when um, uh, the, again, big oil auto manufacturers and tire companies uh, basically bought up all the private transit companies in cities and just disbanded them, just completely destroyed them, just, just took, took out the rails, took out everything and invested in roads. So... You know, the, the the hilarious thing is it really is American psychology, right? To have everything you could ever want or need for the most part. And listen, I'm not talking to the, the you know folks in this country who are in poverty or anything like that. But when I'm talking to motorists, I'm talking to people that have the privilege to be able to buy a car. If you can buy a car, you're probably doing okay in this world, okay? You're, I mean, you're, you know, I'm not saying that you're rich. I'm just saying you're okay if you can own a car. You know, to have a car is is a again as a real privilege, and to to say that 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 somehow I mean, if you read the articles they post, it's all about you know cycling, how cyclists are infringing upon their space and their right to drive, and you know it, it's talking about all this stuff, and it's it's boy, it's 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 like the billionaire complaining that the guy who's making fifteen dollars an hour is really really cutting into their bottom line. 
<laughs> you know, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, we, the space that cyclists and pedestrians and public transportation is asking to have back from cars um, is so minuscule compared to the amount of space we've dedicated uh, in our cities, our towns, and even our rural areas uh, to, to the automobile. Um, it really is the biggest, you know, slap in the face when, you know, you're, you're given everything. You have everything. Uh, you are the top of the food chain, the transportation food chain is the motorist. There's you and then there's, you know, eight miles of, of space on the way down. And then there's the space for pedestrians, cyclists, you know, and, and public transportation, which, you know, those all have to fight for uh, while motorists just get to drive as, you know, fast as they may uh, with as much space as, as they could ever want. It's a it's a ridiculous concept. It really is. But this is how people think. And these are the kinds of people that we're talking to when we're trying to advocate for, uh, you know, the redistribution of road space, which, by the way, is going to become a much, much hotter issue uh, now that fewer people are going to drive. Not as many people are going to commute to work after this. Uh, you know, I think you're going to see traffic return to normal, but I think slowly companies are going to look at how many people can we keep at home? Can we have working at home in a given time? And listen, we're nowhere near uh, done with COVID-19, um, you know, for safety reasons, not just economic ones. Um, companies are going to, you know, have people stay at home um, <clears throat> on, a, on a regular basis. I think this is going to be for years to come until we find something to actually, uh, you know, a vaccine that's actually going to work on this thing. And even then, we'll never be the same. But I think the, the you know, large companies now, large employers now are going to look at, even, even mid-sized to small employers, are going to look at how much uh, people, how many people really need to be in the office at a given time. Uh, we're discussing that in my work. And uh, so there's just going to be fewer people on the roads. So there's going to be more conversation about how to take this, this you know, this uh, road space that just doesn't need to be as big or as wide, as robust as it used to be. How are we going to divide this up? And I'll tell you what, these, these organizations like these motorist organizations are going to see that as a threat to their freedom to drive. Well, you're not free to drive. You're privileged to drive. For me, if you want to, you know, if you want to guarantee space for cars, some semblance of space, fine. You can't guarantee how much space and you can't guarantee speed. I don't think we should ever guarantee those two things for automobiles. I don't think people should ever feel that speed and space, room, physical room for the cars to drive, is, should be a right. You should have some space for motorists. We're not going to do away with cars anytime soon, okay? So motorists, I, I'm fine with you having space, but I, I, I don't believe we should ever guarantee drivers um, uh, uh, you know, a smooth ride. I don't think we should ever guarantee them a fast trip. I don't think we should ever guarantee them a lot of space to maneuver. Um, the idea is provide space but you know, to, to, to get around, but there's no guarantees you won't sit in traffic. And that, that's the way it should be. Because if, we, if, if, if that happened, if more cars stuck in, were stuck in traffic, I guarantee you, watch our public transit system explode. Um, watch uh, you know, people uh, live closer to work instead of so far away. <clears throat> um, you know, watch walkability and, and bike infrastructure really, really explode, even in uh, cold weather cities like Rochester and uh, in upstate New York. And so it just really, you know, I really, this coming across this Twitter page really sparked this thought in my head about just how ridiculous it is when we talk about fighting for the rights of motorists. 
Um, you, you're talking about a mode of transportation that is is so so far prioritized over anything else. Um, not just other other transportation modes, but other any kind of built infrastructure uh, in our cities, in our in our towns. Uh, you know, you think about it in, in the amount of space. Nothing takes up more space. No single thing takes up more space than roads and parking lots. And to think that that somehow we need to fight for the rights of drivers in this space and having this space and the ability to conveniently use this space is absolutely flipping ridiculous. Again, it's like the billionaire worrying about how the minimum wage, wage worker uh, is, is chipping into their bottom line. It just is its beyond ridiculous and it's beyond privileged. Anyway, just a thought for today. Thanks so much for listening. Be safe, everybody. Take care. Be well. Bye-bye now.